what's up my freak bitches what's up friends and family and hopefully some strangers how are you guys doing welcome to the what a relief podcast episode six it's thursday august 22nd of 2019 today is content day for me what does that mean well i'm fun employed currently hashtag fun employed out of work meaning i have so much time on my hands i didn't realize how many freaking hours there were in the day until you have nothing to do during those hours you know there's only so long i could sit in the park there's only so many times i could walk around the neighborhood there's only so many scrolls on instagram i got in my fingers baby there's only so many swipes on bumble that i have before i need to do something so yesterday i ended up making a song today we're making a podcast and a song Right from the morning. It's 10.47 a.m. It's sunny out. I'll tell you what. The weather in New York City is better than Florida. And that's a hot take. But it's the truth. Nine months of the year, the weather, the weather, the weather, the weather, the weather is better than Florida. Okay? Florida is a swamp, dog. You can't even breathe down there. You're chilling with the gators. That's what you're doing in Florida. You're chilling with the alligators. Up here, it's normal human temperature for nine months of the year. Yeah, do you have to put up with a little slishy, sloshy snow for three months? Yeah, you do. But it's really not that bad. You're inside for most of that time, sort of. It just sucks walking to the subway. You're like, I fucking hate this place. Fucking Florida. I'm going to move to fucking Florida. But then you realize nine months of the year, it's a lot better. It's actually light. It's like 80 degrees. Florida, it's 93 and 100% humidity. But uh, yeah, like I said, I made a song yesterday. I'll play a little snippet for you. You want to hear a snippet? You probably don't, but I have you hostage. You're listening live currently. I have you hostage and I'm going to play it for you. So so here you go. You have no other choice. Yeah. Y'all thought I was messing, y'all thought I was messing Y'all should get protection, y'all should get protection I ain't talking robbers, talking Smith and Wesson Y'all should count your blessings, motherfucker, yeah, I'm aimed and ready Name is Corey, when a label pretty boy Doing what we want and stacking digits, boy I've been out the game, but now I'm back and getting vengeance, boy Ain't no telling what the fuck I'm headed for Keeping model broads in a Ventadors a decade in the game, gave me stripes, I'm the general Dress me with respect, I'm a veteran and animal Ain't nobody like me Catch me off the coast of Venezuela drinking iced tea Yeah, so, you know, more or less, that's heat, it's fire It's a good one Making music, I'm getting better Each song is, like, incrementally better Like, you know, probably, like, 0.5% better If you had to quantify it But over 200 songs, I've probably made 200 songs You know, that adds up to something that's decent that's listenable for uh, the rap community for hip-hop aficionados you know so uh that'll soon be streaming on all streaming platforms and you can check it out i get about one penny per stream i'm not even kidding i have songs up there that's what it comes to um so you know i really should just have an automated loop going on spotify and apple music and maybe that's how i can make a living you know, I just set up a streaming bot for all of my music, fake the streams, uh, garner that revenue, and and just retire early from my after hours to mixtape possibility. 
But um, yeah, today we'll make another song. I'm also going to the Hamptons tomorrow, baby. First time I'm really going to the Hamptons for some R&R. Rest and relaxation. I think that's what R&R stands for. Somebody tell me if, if it means something else. Uh, am I excited? Yes. Did me and my friend rent a Tesla and a house? Yes, we did. Am I paying for any of it? No, I'm not. And that's just gonna how that's just how it's gonna have to be right now because I'm poor. You know, currently I'm the mooch. I'm okay with that though. It's fine. Uh, I still will enjoy all of the amenities to their fullest, and uh, we'll 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 enjoy the weekend. I'm going with my friend Arun and his sister, his sister's husband, and their their kids. I think they have one. One girl, she's probably five or six. That's that's a niece. I just learned that what a niece and nephew are. Nobody ever told me like you know all the names, the subcategory names within a family like niece and nephew. I never learned that growing up. So, um, yeah, it'll be fun. It, it I I've been into the Hamptons to play some golf before with the Yale golf team, baby. With the Yale golf team, oh yes, the Yale golf team. And uh, played on a couple courses like Sabonic, which is a million dollars to get a membership to that golf club. Ridiculous. Uh, another one called National. Very exclusive. But, uh, yeah, we're going to just chill, baby. And it'll be nice to get out of the city. I feel like there's less pressure on your chest when you leave the city. It's a little quieter. Things are slower. It's more peaceful. You can take a deep breath. Whoa, fuck work, fuck work, fuck work. And you can say that. Oh, my boss sucks a dick. You can you can let it all out. Oh, my wife is so fucking annoying. You can you can do all of that. When you're out there, you can recharge, come back and and try to keep swinging at the world in 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 the big city of Manhattan, you know, the concrete jungle. When you look at the buildings, it kind of is like a jungle, dude. It's like it's like a rainforest, but with concrete buildings. And it's crazy. And uh, also this weekend is the Tour Championship and the end of the FedEx Cup for the PGA Tour. It's a big tournament, last tournament of the season. The winner gets $15 million. It's a 30-person field. Usually the fields are like 90, 80, 90. So it's sort of a shootout. For $15 million, super exciting. But like, holy shit, dude, $15 million? Can you calm down? The rest of us are just trying to pay rent, dog. I'm just trying to meet my $1,800 rent. Y'all got to play for 15 million bones with a stick and a ball and trying to get it in a hole? Holy shit, dude. Maybe I should have practiced a little bit harder growing up. Maybe I should pick up the sticks again and work on my chip shots. Because right now, technically, I'm poorer than a homeless person. I have negative money. Homeless people, zero. Or maybe 5 to $10 from donations from passers-by. Me, negative a lot. And, uh, yeah, that's exciting, man. $15 million. How baller would it be if the person who won was just like, fuck it, I'm done, dude. I'm out the game. You know? I've reached the pinnacle. Me and my family, we're going we're gonna to travel the world indefinitely off of the uh, FedEx Cup winnings. 
But uh, let's get to the meat and potatoes of this motherfucking podcast, as I like to say. And uh, today we're talking about what's happened to me this month in the month of August. You know, it's been a fun one. A lot of things have converged. I guess it's 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 been fine, you know, whatever. But a lot of like important life decisions have converged all at once. And it's it's interesting. I've never really had something like this happen before. Um, you know, you're shutting down a business, you're breaking up with a girlfriend, you're finding a new job, and you're finding a new apartment all within the span of a couple weeks. So, hey, if it don't kill you, it only makes you wiser. I'm the wisest fucking guy in the world by now, huh? But, uh, yeah, you know, it's all the important things in life. Shelter, income, and love. It's been in flux for the boy. The boy being me, Carson Andrew. And, um, you know, let's just walk through it one by one, subject by subject. And, and that's all you're going to get on this podcast, and I hope you're okay with it, you know. It's fucking free content. You want something better? Subscribe to HBO Go and watch Game of Thrones, where they spend literally $30 million an episode. The budget on this is um, a Starbucks coffee, and fuck, where is my Starbucks coffee? I'm going to go grab that really quick. Stay with me, baby. Yeah, I just grabbed a Starbucks coffee in the middle of the podcast, and this is actually leftover from yesterday. These things are so goddamn strong, I couldn't drink it all. So, we're going to drink my leftover Starbucks yesterday, and... Ah, can you hear that? It's delicious. But, um... <clears throat> yeah, let me see in my notes here where I, where I, you know... Let's start with the shelter piece, baby. The living accommodations, per se. Now, I had a 10-month lease... In my current apartment, it's up at the end of August. Now, do I need to move? No. Could I have renewed? Yes. Um, is my current apartment right in the middle of Williamsburg? Prime Williamsburg is what they call it, baby. <laughs> yeah, it is. And is that one of the prettiest and most lively neighborhoods in the city? Yes, it is. Am I two blocks away from the water and two blocks away from McCarran Park that has a track? <laughs> yeah, I am. But... Uh, you know, I just, I did some searching, some inquisitive searching on this, this, um, website called Zillow. I'm not sure if you guys have heard of it, but it's pretty amazing. You know, they have all the active listings on there right at your fingertips. It's not, it's on something called the World Wide Web. And, uh, yeah, I found a pocket of apartments over in Jersey City that were really nice. I have a few friends in Jersey City and Hoboken. And that's sort of what took me over there. Now, ask me as a kid if I ever thought I'd be living in Jersey City, and the answer would be a definitive no. But, you know, you never know. And that's where this, this trip of life has taken me. I'm moving to Jersey City. I'm actually just south of downtown Jersey City in a neighborhood called Bergen Lafayette. To get to Soho, it's uh, about 40 minutes so a little bit further away from my current place in Williamsburg, which is like 20 minutes to everything. Super dope. Um, but, you know, I'll be closer to some homies. I can have my own place. I can have my own one bedroom. Holy shit. Think about that for a novel concept. I'm 28 years old in the greatest country on earth with an Ivy League education. And now I can barely afford my own apartment. I'm <laughs> Just kidding. Being dramatic, being dramatic. 
But uh, this place, and this place is much nicer on top of that. So I can get all of that for the same price as what I'm paying currently in Williamsburg. So I was like, yeah, let me give it a shot. It's gonna be, it's gonna be nicer during the day and then uh, a little bit more inconvenient on the, the nights and weekends. But hey, you, 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 gotta, you gotta compensate a little bit. Um, and yeah, if I work from home, if I ever work from home, I save on, you know, state and local taxes from New York City, which, you know, in my tax bracket is quite significant. I'm just kidding. It's a few thousand, maybe five, six, seven thousand dollars a year I could save if that were to become a reality, which is significant. And, um, yeah, the, the one unfortunate thing is I'll have to tell people now that I, I live in Jersey City. So does that automatically lower their view on me? Yes. But that's the price I'm willing to pay, baby, for a nice, cushy apartment on the sixth floor. I have beautiful windows. They overlook. It's it's high enough where I look out over top all of the surrounding buildings and trees. So I actually have a view. And that's that's what won me over, man. Miss my apartment from Miami. Views. The views are nice because every day it's there. You're like, every day, wow, that's pretty. It actually makes you feel better. And uh, got me a U-Haul. On September 1st, we'll be moving a few of my things to my new place. What do I have? I have a mattress. I have a few dingy sheets that definitely need to be thrown out. Um, They've turned brown. You know, you buy white sheets, you wash them, you wash them, you wash them, but then eventually they're still just fucking brown. And uh, got a... Got a headboard, a nightstand, which sucks dick. I hate my nightstand. And then uh, that's about it. Clothes, a few boxes of clothes. So I'm very nimble right now. You know, don't quite have a lot of possessions. And we're going to move in with that and deal with furniture as we go. Um, Now, moving on to jobs. I had to think a little bit about what I wanted to do. What exactly is it what I want to do? And, uh, you know, as I'm getting more experience in the real world and maturing a little bit, I have more of a respect for a career, a profession, a track that you can sink your teeth in long term and become an expert in and specialize and differentiate yourself from the rest of the market and the and make more money. That's what it comes down to, baby. Making more money and, and you know, somewhat enjoying your work. I'm also learning that, you know, you have hobbies, dude. You don't need to get 100% satisfaction from your day-to-day. You're making music. You're making podcasts. You're going on trips to the Hamptons, dude. Your life is okay. If you can somewhat enjoy your day-to-day work, you're fine, bro. So, you know, we could go back into what I have experience with, sales and or solar development. But, uh, you know, the more I think about it, the answer's no, man. You know, I have a couple sales offers coming through this week, offers for sales roles, but the numbers would have to be really high to, to get me to actually take them. I, I don't want to do that anymore. I have more potential than fucking cold calling, presenting, chasing people for closing deals, dealing with their objections. I don't want to do that anymore. I'm using fucking 10% of my brain power, okay? And solar development's cool. It's definitely more engaging, but that's a difficult business. Like, I don't know. I want to I become a software engineer. 
So we're waiting to see what these offers are. And unless they're seven to eight million dollars a month, I don't think I'll be taking them. Um, I feel like software, software development, web development is a great field to dive into. It's in huge demand. Supposedly, there's 100,000 unfilled software engineer roles. Software engineer roles that go unfilled every year. You get to use your brain to solve problems. You get to use your brain to create something of, of into existence. You don't have to deal with the sales process. You don't have to chase people. You don't have to deal with their objections. And you get paid well. And you can work for pretty much any company in the economy. You can work for thousands of companies. All of which have dope cultures. And they pay you well. I feel like I gotta do it. I know it's postponing making money for another like four or five months. Excuse me, just took a sip of my leftover Starbucks. You know you're poor when you're drinking leftover Starbucks. Um, I lost my train of thought, but y'all get the point. You know, I feel like in the economy, <clears throat> we're looking at the economy from a higher perspective. There's there's levels to jobs. There's levels to income. You have low IQ, unskilled labor. And I'm, you know, cashiers, servers, cab drivers. Great people, but very little market leverage because everybody can do it. Mm -hmm. You have medium IQ, unskilled labor. Marketing, sales, realtors, recruiting. Doesn't take a specific certification or approved skilled skill set or degree to get into, but it does require a little bit more brain power, and because of that, you get paid more. You have high IQ, unskilled labor. Financial advisors, consulting, investment banking. Above that, you have professionals, lawyers, doctors, psychiatrists, dentists, architects. Above that, you have business owners. And above that, you have investors. Private equity, venture capital, family wealth offices, wealth management offices, uh, pension funds, endowment funds. Now, the higher and higher you go up, the higher the potential for returns and wealth creation uh, but also the more it becomes financialized. You know, there's less of, there's there's more of a focus on return on investment uh, than hourly wages. You know, you're not getting paid hourly. You're not getting paid on commissions. You know, you're getting paid chunks of money. You're getting paid in equity. You're getting paid in dividends. And uh, yeah, I've been stuck in that... Uh, I've been stuck in that medium IQ unskilled labor bucket for too long, man. It's pissing me off. I need to get a specialized career path that I can invest into long term. I can differentiate myself within the market. You know, if you're not a professional or you're not the, the select few that get to be business owners and investors, I feel like if you're not leveraging technology you're getting left behind 
I want to know how to use computers. I want, I want that very valuable, powerful skill set. And it's like, what the fuck, mom and dad? You know? You couldn't have told me about this professional path when I was earlier? When I was younger? When I was earlier. Jesus Christ, I just had a brain fart. When I was younger, you couldn't have told me to become a doctor or a dentist? What the fuck? You know, I was too arrogant and, and hormonal to think about that as an 18-year-old. Come on. I don't want to figure out how to make 300 grand a year. I want to be on a path that gets you to 300 grand a year automatically. I'm being dramatic again a little bit, but it's funny a little bit. So I'm waiting to hear back if I get into App Academy, which is supposedly the best boot camp in the country to learn how to become a software developer, software engineer. Um if I don't get into that one, supposedly only 3% of their applicants get in. I'm waiting to hear back about how my technical interview went. You know, I studied code for a couple weeks and then I I had a video session with one of their interviewers. We walked through a few problems and I mean, it wasn't perfect, but I eventually got very close to the correct answer and I was able to articulate my thoughts and she, she said it went pretty well. She said it went well. I did good. She was impressed. I had only studied code for 10 days, so I feel like maybe that helps. If I don't get into App Academy, though, I'm going to a different boot camp. I got to learn this shit, dude. The jig's up. Okay? I got to make money. Because, I mean, how... I feel like this millennial generation will never retire. I feel like a lot of them won't be able to retire. You need $2 million to retire. A million and a half dollars. I mean, I guess, you know, there's 30 years of work ahead of us. I understand. And you have compound returns on whatever you do save and, you know, inflation. And you, um, you know, become more adept. Is that the right word? Adept? You know, whatever. You become more adept at whatever you're doing and you, you can get more money. But still, dude. The road to retirement seems very difficult for most millennials. And, dude, I want to get on top of that shit. So, yeah, that'll be exciting. And uh, now the final topic of this podcast, episode six of the What a Relief podcast coming straight live from Williamsburg. Is, you know, love life. It's sad, you know, uh, unfortunately had to break up with my girlfriend of nine months. It's sad because she's such a good person. She's so grounded and genuine and sincere and caring. And she was gorgeous. And, you know, it's tough to walk away from that, but there was just something missing. Our personalities were just not on the same page. I wanted to be with her long term. But it wasn't the right fit. I'm more outgoing and zany and energetic. And you know, at first, I was so enamored with her. You don't realize these things at first. 
wow, she's so sweet and she's so pretty and oh my God, this is amazing. Finally found a good one. But then nine months later, you know, she's still all those things, but we just don't match. You learn exactly who the person is. And unfortunately, you know, this mo- this moving situation also exacerbated or, or sped up um, the end of our relationship here. It's like, are we moving in together? I didn't want to move in together. That sort of exposed my feelings, my true underlying feelings, where I didn't want to commit long term. It wasn't right long term. A lot of the sort of basics are there, but it, it, you know, wasn't the right, it wasn't exciting for me. And, um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to let the social pressures, man, societal pressures to get married. I know this is sort of the age. I don't care, man. I'm not going to commit long term unless it's the right girl. I'm only going to commit when it's right. And I'll know it's right. It'll be easy. It'll just happen. And for a second in the beginning of our relationship, I thought maybe this could be the one, honestly. There was no fight. You know, we've had we had probably 3 direct conversations about our feelings before it was over. No yelling, no arguments, just frustrated expressions of feelings. Ah, but yeah, man, you know, single. Back on the market. Back on the apps, baby. Swiping. Swipe, 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 swipe. I don't know. That's a shit show. But um, taking a breather. We'll see what happens. Just letting things happen naturally. You know, I'm too comfortable with myself. I'm too comfortable with my friends and family to get into a relationship that isn't right long term. I'm not just going to cave and just settle. I'm not going to. I'll be single forever. I'm okay being single. I've bounced around for years, dude. I don't need to get married. Like, it's got to be the right one. So, yeah, dog. That's the end of my discussion. That's all I have here on my notes. I do take notes, if you're wondering. I sort of try to hash out all the talking points before I dive into these podcasts. Please like and subscribe. I'll leave you with a snippet of another song I made a few days ago as well. And I hope you guys like it. Like I said, like and subscribe. I love you. I'll talk to you soon. And uh, enjoy your weekend. You're doing great. You're doing great out there. Love, peace, and booty grease. How about that? Bye-bye. I'm going goose But you'll never see me going goose You can never find me going goose Living how I wanna live This I'm going ghost, ghost, ghost Yeah, pull up in a new coupe like boop, 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 boop Put on some new Rick like drip, 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 drip I cut a shot, I'm making all the news
Incredible the company, we making moves.